0: Have you ever been in a room with just a few people in it and felt claustrophobic? Has the fact that other people around made you very aware of your imperfections? Have you ever had to say something in front of a crowd or give a presentation at work or at school or even just talking to other people and felt like the walls were closing in? What do you do? How do you deal with that? Well, In this episode, we're gonna discuss three hacks to speaking effectively and confidently when you're struggling with social anxiety. Friend, I'm so excited to get right into it, so let's get it, grab your notebook and pen, and let's dive right in. Hey sister, welcome to How Confidence Speaks. Do you wanna fight social anxiety and speak with boldness? Do you find yourself Googling, how do I calm down before my presentation, and how can I be more confident? Do you feel anxious and insecure when you're in front of others and instead of speaking effectively your mind goes blank, you stutter and you fear their judgment again? Hey, I'm Sarah. I understand how you feel. Public speaking can be hard and it can feel almost impossible to find the confidence to do it until I learn the secret. Jesus has to be the firm foundation of every aspect of our lives. So in this podcast, you will learn practical tips to kick the social anxiety to the curb and go after the interview give the presentation speak publicly and take on adulting with boldness rooted in biblical truth so take out your notebook and pop in the earbuds and let's get ready to learn just how confidence speaks Although I enjoy public speaking and I really wouldn't say that I'm an extrovert, but I'm also not an introvert. Like I'm kind of in the middle. Like I enjoy and feel refreshed by social outings, but I also wouldn't mind just chilling out at home by myself (laughs) and my fam. So I really don't know what, what to call that. But All that to say, there have definitely been times where going out and being surrounded by a group of people, especially people that I don't know, uh, it would make me really nervous and I would start to feel anxious and I just wouldn't feel like myself. The social anxiety would settle in and it was really stressful and very frustrating to say the least. I remember a time in particular where uh, in particular when I went on a cruise and I was a teenager and I went to the Kids Club where all the kids hang out and I tried to make friends with this group of girls and I found myself failing. Miserably. I remember I started stuttering and fumbling over my words and just forgetting how to speak. And I was just like, I just want to make friends. Why is this so hard? Why is this necessary? And I remember I ran out of that room crying. I was crying. And I went up to my mom and I was like, I'm so humiliated. Like, I never want to go back. Like, I'm just going to hang out with you guys the rest of the trip. This was awful. And she reminded me that everybody struggles. The difference is between those who keep trying after they have failed and those who just sit back and never try again. So I, I, I decided to give it another shot. I went back to that kids club and lo and behold, I actually made a great group of friends and it ended up being a really fun cruise. I met so many people that if I had just sat back and not tried again, I would have never gotten to know them. So sometimes anxiety is going to build up and you don't know what to do when you're around other people and it can be really difficult. And if you've ever dealt with a social anxiety in any of the ways that it can manifest itself, I want you to know you're not alone. And if you're not the extrovert of all extroverts, you might struggle with anxiety when dealing with other people and that's okay. But what's not okay is staying there and deciding that this anxiety is going to dictate how you live and how you interact with people and what opportunities you decide to take and which ones you don't because That we can't allow anxiety to control our lives and show us how we're supposed to live. It should not be that way, it cannot. So this episode is going to get into three hacks that you can use to make sure that you're speaking effectively and not letting anxiety keep you back and hold you back from doing that so that you're able to stand up in front of a group of a group of people, a crowd, an audience, or just friends and speak in a way that you feel confident. So the first of the three hacks to speaking effectively is to take your time. In this fast-paced world that demands that you get things done fast because like we all have the attention span of a goldfish, (laughs) which I think a study was done on that, but um, I'm not really sure. But anyways, it can seem that way. And I, I know our attention span is awful, but even if people are rushing you, you don't actually have to rush. Sometimes slow and steady actually wins the race. And in this instance, when preparing to give a presentation, a speech, or or just talking to others, you're more than allowed to take a moment to collect your thoughts, take a breath, and then continue. That is going to allow you to feel more steady and affirmed in what you're going to deliver. The second hack is to make sure that you know what you're going to say well. Don't go into it blind. You, you really don't have to do that. You can prepare. And a way to know is to converse with whoever is setting up the event or whatever else you might be speaking at and ask if there's anything that you need to say or communicate to the audience there. That way, you are allowing yourself time to effectively prepare to say exactly what your audience will need to hear from you, and and even in conversations. If you know where a conversation is going, so let's say you're gonna be me- you're going to be meeting new people, then prepare yourself for that. Okay, what are three things I can ask people when I meet them? You know, what do you do for a living? What is your name? What is, uh, like, who, who are you here with? Great, cool. And then just go from there. There's always ways that you can prepare so that you're not going into anything blind. The last hack is to have a conversation with your audience. So... Let's focus this first from the standpoint of uh, communicating to like a crowd or an audience. So this kind of depends on whether you're going to be speaking in, a, in an unprofessional setting or a more, pro, more professional setting. The reason I say kind of is because even within a professional setting, you can create your presentation around the idea of, you know, quote, I'm conversing with my audience about this specific topic end quote. Uh, but the verbiage you use will need to be more intellectual and pointed if it is a more professional setting. Whereas in an unprofessional one, um, you, you're you more than free to go about it as a more conversational, as, as a more conversation. Um, wow, that is not the way to say it. As a conversation. Anyways, if you think of it in this way, you are allowing yourself to view your audience as human beings rather than, you know, judgmental drones who are just watching your every move and criticizing you. You are actually more able to recognize the fact that just like you, they're also human. So you can actually deliver a sincere solution to their problem, if that's what you're presenting on. Or you can deliver a story as a way to connect with them. And, uh, and, and honestly, if you are going into this and you're like, well, I, I'm not going to be presenting or I'm not really have, like speaking to a, a group of people. I'm just kind of doing this one-on-one. So how can I deal with my social anxiety in that moment if the anxiety is centered on having a conversation? Well, I'm glad you asked. I do have another episode that goes into that a little bit more in depth. But the point that I would make to you right now is that You just need to focus on them. Get out of your own way. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again because I think we have spent so much time feeding our anxiety, feeding our worries and our doubts and our our criticism of ourselves that we don't actually focus on the other person that we are having the conversation with. So what you need to do in that moment is to say, hey, this person is right in front of me, (laughs) they are here to have a conversation with me, they're looking me in the eyes, and they're speaking, I cannot allow the, the social anxiety to keep me back. I need to just set it aside by focusing on them, not on myself, not on what I'm feeling, not on how my head feels like it's going to explode, and I don't know what to say, none of that. I'm going to actually just focus on them. All right, friends, implementing these hacks will allow you to take those moments of tense anxiety and give yourself a break. You are more than allowed to take a breather, to collect your thoughts and to collect yourself. You're also more than allowed to seek to know if there's anything that you need to prepare. um, And then also To prepare yourself for conversations, for meeting new people, for going into situations that you have never been in before. You can do that. You are the one that needs to advocate for yourself. Recognize that the anxiety that you are getting during social events does not actually have to hinder you. Instead, I actually challenge you to find ways to work around it so that you can successfully minimize it when moments arise, because you have prepared, because you have created the correct and healthy mindset going into these situations, and that you have pushed yourself to try again, even after you have failed. And friend, I, I want to encourage you that it's going to take time. It's not going to be overnight. You are not going to feel, you know, empowered and ready to go after the first try or after the first fail. It's going to take time. But if you give yourself that time, if you allow yourself to practice and prepare and try again and try again and try again, I guarantee that little by little, it will get easier. It's not, it's not going to be simple. But it might get a little bit easier, and uh, believe me, I, I have been there. I have struggled. I have I have sat in classes where I literally, you know, went the whole semester without really knowing anyone because I I just didn't want to talk. I was afraid. I was nervous. I was insecure. But all that did was keep me from truly living my life and meeting new people and trying something new. Because remember friends, we're not meant to go through life alone. We're not meant to just sit in our rooms and watch the world pass us by. We're actually meant to live in it and enjoy it and do the scary things and try. And so I encourage you to implement these hacks, um, whether it be for a conversation uh, and social outings or if it's for presentations and speaking in front of audiences and to just give it a shot. And uh, if, if you fail or if something doesn't help or doesn't work, then seek another outlet, seek another way to uh, better the situation and give it another shot. But yeah, you're never going to figure out what actually works or what actually will benefit you unless you try. Friend, if you were encouraged at all by what you heard today, please go ahead and uh, leave me a review. Um, You can do that on Apple Podcasts. But also, I actually do have a community group that I have set up for, for those women who are struggling with social anxiety, with imposter syndrome, with other limiting beliefs, with feeling as though they don't know how to interact and how to public speak and how to go about those things that can be really difficult. And so I actually created a community group that if you want to be a part of, um, definitely go ahead. It's in the show notes below. You can uh, sign up to be a member and it's completely free. I want to help women learn how to use the voice that God gave them, how to go about living living a quiet life in, in a way that they feel confident and they feel strong and know that their lives are rooted in the Lord and that they can have confidence in Him. So if you want to sign up for that in the show notes below, um, friend, I had such a great time talking with you and I'm so excited, uh, for, for the next episode. It actually is going to be, um, sneak peek. It's going to be the first interview of this podcast. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Very exciting stuff. We talk about boundaries. We talk about and and just how boundaries lead to living a confident uh, life for the Lord and in the Lord. And so, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Uh, before we go, I would love to pray with you and then uh, I'll see you guys next time. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this life. Thank you for this day that you've given us. Father, I pray that we would live our lives in a way that we would seek you and know you and love you with all that we are. Father, embolden us to live lives that are uh, firmly rooted in you, that we would be confident in you and we would not let anxiety hold us back, but that we would be anxious about nothing. Lord, lead us in that, I pray. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, Father, we pray. Amen. All right. See you next time, friend. Bye for now. Hi, friend. If this podcast episode blessed you or helped you in any way, please leave me a review and let me know. I would love to hear from you. You can also screenshot and share this to your Insta story. You can tag me at at Or share this episode with a friend if you think that it would bless them too. That's the best way you can help me out. I'm so thankful for you. Until next time, friend, God bless. And remember to go after whatever he has for you today with confidence.